Welcome in Rice Dynasty. You have all been witnesses to the second three-way trade in the history of this league. And it was a three big way. one. Three-way, three wink, way. wink. John and I have now been a part of two three-ways. Uh, this just keeps getting better every time. And uh, that was a big one. We had a great time because it's the trade deadline. It's the end of the trades. The end of the year is approaching. Playoffs are coming up. And we're going all in. We're here mm-hmm. to tell you why. Oh, yeah. I, I, I wanted to go all in. I, I had been... Uh, I, I think everyone in this league knows already. Uh, because I texted almost everyone asking for their best wide receiver. Basically, I wanted a, a stud wide receiver. And uh, I finally found one in A.J. Brown, who was one of my favorites to get because not only was he a stud, but he's also very, very young. So he's a good dynasty pickup too, which is something I also needed. I do not have a top 10 dynasty wide receiver even, I would say. So that was a very, I, I'd say that's a great target for me. Um, and yeah, it's definitely, <laughs> it's a three-way trade. Even when you go into like the new player history feature that Sleeper has, um, if I click on AJ Brown's name, it does not even include Michael in the trade whatsoever. It's just, it just says that uh, I traded with Grant. So yeah, it wasn't much of a three-way trade considering John and I didn't exchange anything, but we just put it together with Tom all at the same time. Um, we wanted to make sure we were being fair to Grant while doing it, so we held each other accountable, and we had Tom hold us accountable and. We were going to be doing the podcast, I think it was Wednesday, and then we sat yeah. down and just did this for two hours, and yep. it was really fun. <laughs> yes, yeah, straight up, that is what we did and canceled the podcast because of this. But um, And that's great content. Everyone had a fun time looking at the trade. Everyone said, holy shit, um, and enjoyed seeing that. And I, I'm kind of sad that Tom was the person... Um, doing this because he's probably the least high on dj Moore out of the entire league so uh it's really yeah. tough to make a trade here with grant because of how shitty uh tom thinks dj Moore is so i really appreciated that that was pretty funny yeah. and as most people have said um we probably overpaid nick told me mm-hmm. especially multiple times that we way overpaid for what we got and I get that, but I'm glad that we did in terms of the fact that we didn't rip anybody off, hopefully. so. Yeah, I, and I think as far as my side of the trade goes, I yeah, I think that um, there's a possibility that I lose that trade this year, to be honest. So, and like mine's way more risky. I think but there's no chance Michael loses that this year. I think Aaron Jones is such a good get, and obviously Dak is not playing for the rest of the year. So... I think Michael's side, I think for me, it's just I didn't have time to sit around and wait for Teddy Bridgewater to like DJ Moore all of a sudden. I was like, okay, I need to, I'm trying to win this year. I'm I'm not going to, I'm not going to get second again here. Um, So. No, I get that. And and on my side of it, uh, Jonathan Taylor 
obviously right now he's not getting a lot of touches, um, but that's just kind of the nature of a rookie running back. I mean, you look at Miles Sanders last year, you look at Derrick Henry, there's so many examples of guys who didn't get a ton of work as rookies, and then eventually they just broke out. And for me, I just didn't want to wait for that. I fully like Jonathan Taylor, that's why I traded Julio Jones for him. But um, So yeah, I think I gave Grant quite a few pieces that he can build around. Well, I think Chenault's going to be really good. But, again, these are guys I don't want to wait for, kind of the same as John. Um, so, yeah, I think overall it was pretty even for two guys going going for it right now. Yeah. Um, if I were someone else in the league, like Anthony or Chris, I would be kind of sad, honestly, because I think me and your team just got, like, we're already the two best teams, I would say. And now – there's just an inevitable championship match that's probably going to happen here between us now. Um, If A.J. Brown (laughs) doesn't do that, apparently he liked Grant better. Um, (laughs) He got mad. He was like, I got traded? (laughs) Uh, I'm batting the ball down. That 70-yard touchdown? I don't want it. I'm batting it down. I don't want it. <laughs> I also had I also had bet on his on his yards, which was like sixty something, and a touchdown that night. So he also said, "Oh, he bet on me." No, I don't want it. <laughs> he could have had it in one play. Literally, he's... would have had it in one play, and I would have. God, I was so bad. I was like, "It's okay, he'll get his chance." But no, he didn't. He dropped a bunch of other balls the rest of the game and just AJ so, hands a... Brown. <laughs> Uh, well, it was a t- it was a tougher matchup. The Titans have a nice schedule at the end, so I'm waiting for that. Yep, yep, that is the main thing we both looked at is what the mm-hmm. schedule was like for these guys. All right, we've talked about ourselves probably too much, and I take full responsibility for that because I was excited to talk about the trade. It's a big uh, trade. It was a big trade. So let's get into the power rankings. Starting off with number ten, which is of course not Alex. Of course not. Absolutely not. The big winner of last week. Everyone was hyped. We all got on Discord together. <laughs> yep. It was so it was fun. We had Charlie and Alex both on this Discord call. And Alan Jurak, who just wanted to play among us. He didn't even care. But um he was he was there anyways, uh, for that fantastic Patriots Jets matchup on Monday night. Wow. Uh, and it came down to the wire. I know Alex won by, ended up winning by six, but we were all pretty worried there for a long time. It was because of like a, la- a catch by uh, Myers at like the last second that pushed him so far over, basically. So, right, uh, Myers, the- Jacoby Myers. Alex is gonna like this guy. I, I feel like um, with Edelman out, Myers has been nice. Yeah, Myers is good. Uh, I think we each had him on our roster last year at one point, and. He just wasn't getting the usage, so we both dropped him. But, yeah, I've always liked Jacoby Myers. But I will never forget Alex being slightly behind us in the feed and the Patriots having the ball second and goal on the one and sneaking Cam Newton three straight times instead of giving it to Rex Burkhead. Like, I cannot believe they didn't give it to Rex Burkhead. Like, I just – I'm still in shock. Once they got it down to to the goal line, I was like, oh, Charlie won. Charlie's going to win the game. They're gonna, just going to hand it to Rex. But they just didn't. They just, they just kept down. going. Kept slamming Cam like, Newton okay. into the line. They won't expect it if I sneak Cam Newton a third time, right? <laughs> they would never <laughs> see it coming. Yeah. Uh, no, that was epic. And, yeah, we kept trying not to spoil it for Alex, who was so nervous. 
but mm-hmm. it worked out for him. He got his first win. I'm I'm really excited for him to get a win with that roster. Oh yeah. Um, well, uh, yeah, my number ten is officially Charlie now, which is the Charlie first time Sears. this season. I, for me, it's the first time this season Alex is not ten. So. I have literally never made a change at 10 until now, which might come to bite me, come back to bite me in the ass here if Charlie ends up beating me this week. Uh, but yeah, Charlie's my number 10 for now. Uh, of course, he he was missing Drake this week and everything, but yeah, he, he's a bad team still. So I'm giving it to him. He lost to Alex. One and eight. Wouldn't have mattered. He's starting Dion Lewis, so he's 10. Um, <laughs> uh, Alex found at least some people on the waiver wire that he can play that are better than Dion Lewis. Charlie could do that. He's choosing not to because he just doesn't yeah. care. It's, I, I'll say it over and over again. Like I literally, after one the podcast one day, I, I literally just went downstairs and told Alex who to pick up. And now he's actually picking people up. Like I, I don't even care that he picked up Balazs, even though his main news was like back to practice squad. It, it worked out in the end. I'm just glad Alex is realizing, like, okay, even though I'm bad, I still need to pick up people. Like, these people could be potential breakouts. They're way better than a bunch of people on my roster. And I think a bunch of the people at the bottom of the standings need to be doing the same thing. Especially, Charlie, you don't want to be starting Deion Lewis. You don't want to be starting these awful, awful players. Yeah. I mean, there were even guys this week that you can pick up. And for reference with Kalen Balaj, the NFL has a rule this year that – They've expanded the practice squad so that you can move guys up and down because of COVID. It's a really weird rule. So I, I never had any doubt that Balaj would still get activated, which he was like yesterday. So he's he's back on the roster. Um, yeah. But anyway, uh, yeah, there were, there are guys you can pick up. Like right now I'm looking at Alex Collins, who is a guy like Balaj who just got activated off the practice squad, which means they're going to use him. Like they're going to play him. Cordell Patterson – is going to be the running back for Chicago because everyone else is hurt. Like, it's not great, but that's probably going to be 10 points tomorrow. Like, put him in over freaking Deion Lewis. What are you doing? Yeah. That's well, technically, my... Ryan Null, Ryan Null's the starter there, and I I ended up picking him up after my trade. He was just a free agent. I could just pick him up. Right. I got – um. who did I get? Uh, Tremaine Pope or something? Yeah, you got Pope. Tremaine Pope, who was really nice for the Chargers. Um, I also picked up – Oh, Salvin Ahmad. Yeah, who yeah. was really good for the Dolphins. He was their leading uh, rusher last week. So there are guys out there you can get. They're not great, but there's so many people better than Deion Lewis. Yeah, I dro- I literally I dropped James White and Duke Johnson. Tom picked up Duke Johnson. James White is still out there. Like, Go get yeah. James White. Yeah, James White, I think, is definitely rosterable over a lot of these people. I, it's debatable if he's startable. He's been pretty bad this year, but I he's still like a pretty big part of that Patriots offense. Yeah, I'm, so. I'm a little pissed that Charlie like is has Jamison Crowder in on a bye. Like, I know that you're not gonna win. Like, you know you're not gonna win, but like, at least kind of try. It's not fair for the rest of the league if you just don't set your lineup. And guys get free wins. I'm not saying John is the perfect example, but imagine if he was playing like Tom or Char- or Quinn or something. You know what I mean? It's yeah. just it's not fair. Like set your lineup at least. It, it yep. doesn't hurt you to set your lineup. Um, I, I didn't have the best start on Thursday. Like if you set your lineup, Charlie, there's a pretty good chance you can compete with me this week. Uh, Derrick Henry didn't have his best week, and obviously AJ Brown did not have his best week whatsoever. So 
And you got Kenyon Drake on your bench. Like, put him in. Or Alshon. Or even T.Y. Hilton at least put up six points. Like, it's more than zero. Uh, anyway, so, yep, Charlie's 10 for me. Um, and then Alex, nine. Um, nope. Looking good. Nope. I love it. I love it. He's nine for me. <laughs> but I, I love the confidence here. It's great. Um, yeah, he, he obviously looked great. Get it, got his first win last week. Um, still worried about Mike Evans. Still worried about a lot of parts of his roster. But, hell, he got a win. Myers looked great. Kelly actually looked pretty decent. Uh, with a lot of receptions, five of them. That's great for a PPR, half PPR. John Brown had one of his best games of the year. Everything was clicking for Alex. Can't not look at this team and just be pretty excited. Tim Patrick scored a touchdown as well. So, yeah, Alex, uh, nice first win. You moved up one in the rankings. That's all I'll give you. But apparently Michael's going to give you more. So I'll, I'll give it to him. Um. At this current point in time, where the lineups are at right now, if I was a betting man, I would put money on Alex. If Quinn doesn't set his lineup and take Chris Carson out, Quinn's going to be my nine. But if not, Alex would probably be nine. So I'm just going to assume the lineup doesn't even change. So I'm just going to give Alex the benefit of the doubt and put Quinn at nine. (laughs) Quinn has got to change his lineup. (laughs) Uh, fine. All right. I'll talk about Alex. Um, great week. Uh, Caitlin Bellage is now a starter as he should be. Uh, Mike Evans even did some things, not great, but some things helped you lead you to a win. Uh, Marvin Jones, John Brown is back. Um, man, Adrian Peterson is ageless. This man will never leave. Um, I even read a lot of stuff this week about his, uh, ACL reconstruction, so for that reason, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm really liking Alex's team. I think he's got another shot to pull off another upset this week. Could be insane if he pulls out this win. Um, at number eight for me right now, I have Grant. Um, and I don't okay. think I would have had him at number eight um, before a Thursday night. Uh, I think my Thursday night bias is coming in a little bit here for sure. Jonathan Taylor didn't have a great game. And for that reason, I think, I think a lot of us are fully confident in what's going to happen in the Colts backfield. And it's just going to be a lottery. It's going to be, they're going to hand it off to the three running backs and whoever's having the best night, it's going to be their night or day or whenever they play. And it was not Taylor's. Um, so that's not great situation. I, I think he's a clear, clear downgrade from Aaron Jones now. Um, and besides that, uh, he's got a lot of my players in. he's got Judy. He's got all three of my players in Judy Henderson, Moore, who I think are all, you know, pretty, pretty good, uh, players. I don't, it's hard to say how good they're going to be every week is the issue. And I'm just glad I have, I can stop worrying about DJ Moore, to be honest. Cause I, it's so hard to watch this man. I, I don't envy Grant who's going to have to. Watch DJ Moore get no targets from Teddy Bridgewater for some goddamn reason. But, um, yeah, it's it's tough. I, I, I'll put Grant at eight here. If my players start going off, which I think they definitely have the potential to do so, I could see him jumping in the power rankings. Interesting. Um, I know sometimes I do this week by week, as in, like, one week I'll be like, oh, this team's not good because they have people on bye. 
This time I'm just going to do it on like who I think is actually good the rest of the year because they're my power ranking, so I'm just going to do it. <laughs> um, I am going with Tom at number eight. That has not changed for me. Um, he has Duke Johnson this week against me, which I hate to see. But um, I think this team has shown a flash from last week, especially with DJ Chark looking better with a new quarterback. He doesn't have Naheem Hines in. Um, you know, we still know we know the story. The running back position is weak. Um, Swift is kind of a lottery. Like, he's just, is he going to get used? Is he not going to get used? It depends on the matchup. Well, this week he's got Washington. That's not great. Um, even the rest of the season with Michael Thomas back, I still don't love this team. So, yeah, I have him at eight for right now. Okay. My number seven is Quinn. Ooh, you you like Tom? Uh, to be honest, <laughs> to be honest, um, the bottom five, I'm not big fans of at all. I don't think there's much chance for any of them to win the championship this year. Um, okay. I just, yeah, I just had, tr- I, I, I think all three of these teams, specifically Grant, Quinn, and Tom, are struggling right now, and I think they, they have some talent. But I, I, they've got a lot of struggles right now. Uh, and obviously, Grant, I think Grant would be the number six if he didn't make that trade. Um, but for now, I, I put Grant down there. But yeah, Quinn, he's still having injury issues. I mean, my God, it's just this is the main reason why he's seven right now. And this is the main reason why he has a big chance to not make playoffs now. Um, and a chance to lose to Alex this week, even with Chris Carson out. It's rough. It's 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 tough. I just I feel so sad for Quinn. He really did build a great team this year. I'm gonna be honest. He built a really good team, but everyone is injured on it. And when you look at the IR and you see Mac Mostert and Eckler, you're like those. Like imagine those three. If he had all three of those players in his starting lineup every week, my God, along it- alongside Chris Carson, like holy shit. That'd be so good, but um, they're injured. Eckler's looking to come back pretty soon. Obviously, Max out um, the rest of the year, and I think Mostert's looking to come back soon too. So, uh, it's, but it's looking like week twelve, which might be too late for Quinn. Uh, so I'm I'm getting scared here for Quinn. Uh, it's just a sad year for Quinn, unfortunately. I have a seven. I don't think it's too late for Quinn. Um, so I, I do have him at seven as well. But I think I don't think it's too late. But I want to just close your eyes and imagine this starting lineup: Russell Wilson, Chris Carson, Austin Eckler. I'm glad you're actually closing your eyes, John. I appreciate that. <laughs> Raheem Moster in the flex, Marlon Mack in the flex, and then at the wide receiver position, you have Adam Thielen and T. Higgins, with Tyler Higby at the tight end. That's definitely yeah. a top five team in this league. That's so good. That's a good team. And even the likes of Justin Jackson, who's a really nice replacement, is now on IR. Uh, Uh It's sad for Quinn. It's sad. Like, it's just he's been riddled by the injury bug, probably worse than any other team in the league. He even has the backup to Chris Carson. And Chris Carson's backup, Carlos Hyde, is out. So, like, what are you going to do? Yeah, yep. it's tough. Um, I think Damian Harris is a nice little replacement. I think he can get through this week and hopefully get healthy. So 
I have him at seven because I think Mostert's coming back next week, which would be really big for Quinn's team. Because um, I think this is week twelve on sleeper, but that was two days ago. I, I'm not buying it. I'm really not. I think. I mean, oh, because they have a buy in week eleven. Oh yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Okay, so <laughs> that's the main reason. He'll come back in week twelve, but. Yeah, I, I don't know. I like Char- I like Quinn's team. I still think he can – if he makes it in, he's going to be a scary out because I think Eckler's coming back. Did you see his tweet? Yeah, Eckler is coming back. I saw his tweet. It says it, it, week 12 for Eckler as well. So week 12 could be a big week for Quinn. Mm-hmm. Um, but, God, yeah. I'm at, I mean, I think Quinn would love to imagine that lineup too because he wouldn't like – even have to consider starting Hollywood Brown, who has been an utter disappointment. So, yeah. Um, which is, I know someone he has texted me and been very disappointed about and tried to trade him to me. And I was like, hell no. I do not want to touch that man, please. I can't believe um, he doesn't talk to me. I'm the one who loves Hollywood Brown. Yeah, I know. But I should have pointed him to you in your direction. I should have been like, Michael loves young wide receivers who are disappointing. Go <laughs> give it to him. That's true. <laughs> Uh, but yeah my number six is tom and like i said it's not like a strong six here i i still am pretty not happy about tom's team either in the situation he is in uh as well michael thomas came back he didn't have the best game and uh, i think that's temporary i do think he's still going to be doing pretty well here down the stretch I think picking up Duke Johnson for my drop is very good, especially now that Duke Johnson is starting. David Johnson's hurt, and it's going to be very windy in Cleveland tomorrow. So I think it's going to be a a running backs game in Cleveland, uh, which means Chubb, Hunt, and Duke Johnson. A lot of them. Um, But yeah, I sent that tweet as well. I think Philip Lindsay is so talented. I, it's, It's sad that he has to compete with Melvin Gordon. Really is. He's got a nice matchup, but you just don't know what this guy's gonna do. Each week, Tom still has some quarterback struggles as well. Yeah, it's it's a rough it's a rough year for Tom. I still think he's got a a good amount of talent here though. So I have him at number six for now, mainly because I think Quinn and Grant are in a little bit worse situations right now. So. Yeah, that last playoff spot's going to be interesting. It's going to be an interesting battle for that last it playoff It is interesting, spot. and that's why. So at number six, um, I have Nick. If Nick is mm. six right now. Um, I think Grant he, rising. Grant is rising. I'll get to him in a minute. Um, Nick actually agrees with this. He told me, he was like, why did you have to boost Grant's roster the week I play him? What the heck? And... <laughs> Even though he did lose his two best players, like he, Nick is worried. Nick is worried about this matchup, and I get it. Um, so looking down Grant's roster, even the guys who are on by, you know, Todd Gurley and Melvin Gordon. This is the reason Nick has fallen for me. Um, I don't think those two guys are going to be good enough to get the job done. And now you have Nick Chubb coming back. So running back, I think, is just – a big weakness for this team. Um, Cause I still think once Mostert comes back, then McKinnon is, you know, pretty much got that job. So for me, running back is going to be a huge weakness on this team going into playoffs. And I don't like that. 
because I don't think the other positions can pull him up as much. I think his running backs are bad. This might be one of the worst running back situations in the league. Um, I'm just going to say it. So, yeah, I, I moved him down. I have Nick at six. Yeah, I, I have Nick at five. So I can pick right up where he left off and say I agree. I don't like his situation whatsoever. I think the hype's down down. This guy was, I think he was five and two, right? Mm-hmm. And now he's five and four. He's lost two in a row. And like I was saying all along during this podcast, like a lot of those five wins he lost because the other team's quarterback just had a dud of a week, which is very unlucky for those teams. Quarterbacks don't often just do nothing. Um, So, yeah, uh, he was getting lucky on some of those. And now the curse is over. The curse is over. Um, I still think he has a very winnable matchup here about, uh, here against Grant. But, uh, yeah, I, I don't like his roster situation. I think he hurt himself a lot with that Chris trade. Even mm-hmm. if Odell was still here, I still think he much rather would have had James Conner. I think James Conner was just one of – probably his best running back now that I think about it. So, um, yeah, that's that sucks that he, he got rid of Conner, but – He's starting Evan Ingram. He's going too tight on set this week. Which is questionable with Jarek McKinnon reportedly getting a lot of work. <laughs> Not No tired yeah. legs this week. He is rested. But don't you know Evan Ingram? He's supposed to be the next best tight end, all right? He's supposed I've to be heard. the next Kelsey. I, that's why I took him in like the fourth round of our startup <laughs> draft. He was like the second or third tight end off the board. Yeah. Well, uh, it worked out. Yeah, it worked out. Yeah, it did. Who's your five? Here, let me let me drink my beer after thinking about that draft pick a little bit. <laughs> Number five is Grant. Um, it's not this week, but I think overall, once he gets David Johnson back, he'll be starting. You know, probably Taylor or Henderson as his RB two. And then you look down the line. The people he's about to get back are going to make this team pretty good. I think Antonio Brown is going to be a play. I think Devo Samuel is going to be a play. He's going to get Travis Kelsey back. You add those two into the mix. Devontae Parker, I think, is about to turn into a really good fantasy piece for the rest of the season because of the Preston Williams injury. DJ Moore, uh, I'm kind of iffy, but you got to choose between him or Judy for basically that last slot. And I think this team could legitimately contend and be a very scary team in the playoffs if they get in. Um, I know a lot of people are down on Jonathan Taylor, and I get that. Um, I think the pieces you gave him specifically are going to be really good for him to potentially win this week if he sets his lineup correctly. Um, And for me, that would be taking out Singletary and putting in Antonio Brown. But I guess that's his call. And then... um, going forward because I think I think he can make the playoffs and if he does especially with matchups against he has a matchup against Alex left so that's probably a win and he's got a matchup against Quinn left and excuse me he's got the matchup this week so he's basically got to go two and two and he'll make the playoffs and this team would scare me so I have him at five I think his team's good okay I I hope you're right honestly I think that'd be exciting um, and it's always nice when you've just given up two big players to just start popping. So we'll see what um, happens. 
Yeah, we'll see what happens. I, of course, will be sad if DJ Moore is just consistent and amazing all of a sudden. But uh, I'll be happy for Grant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, let's see. Number four. Is that what's next? Number yep. four, I have Chris. Whoa. Yeah. There we go. Oh, Big mic drop right there. Big mic drop moment. I, Anthony is just so damn hot right now. I can't help it. I can't help but put him at number three. Uh, spoiler. And Chris at number four here. Uh, and Chris had a good week last week. He did. He beat um, and McCaffrey's return. He scored 33 and got injured. Kyler Murray scored 49. Best quarterback score of that week and is looking really Really good. McLaurin continues to look so good, and I regret trading him every day of my life. Um, and yeah, it's J- Josh Jacobs puts up his 14 like he does every week. Connor had probably his first dud, but yeah, overall, looking pretty good. And per usual, his bench is scoring 10 all over the place. So, Chris, still looking good. I, I this one's more about Anthony, to be honest. So, I'll, I'll talk about it at number three. I will say Chris would have been number three if Christian McCaffrey did not get hurt. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. That's a that's a big thing. But he's four for me as well. I was shocked that you moved him down because he's been doing well overall. Chris has still been doing really well. Um, this is a nice time for him, though, because obviously David Montgomery's out. Mari Cooper's on by and his quarterback's hurt. But this is why, for Chris, that depth comes into such um, – you know, comes into play and why it's such a huge advantage because now he's starting a guy like a Chase Claypool or a Justin Jefferson. It would probably be Jefferson or Ayuk, but they're playing Chicago and New Orleans respectively. So I get playing uh, Claypool against Cincinnati instead. Um, yeah, my one weakness for this is uh, this team is he's got to get healthy at Christian McCaffrey's position. Um and then I think Andrews and Connor can kind of be a little bit of variable down the stretch. Andrews has been down this year, to say the least. Um, I just yeah. read the sleeper. Mark Andrews terrifying has terrifying Week Ten matchup. I love so the, scary. I love the hyperbole in the sleeper <laughs> uh, headlines. It's so funny. Um, but, yeah, I mean, Mike Davis has a tough matchup against Tampa Bay. And, you know, you can tell now that Mike Davis is a clear step down from Christian McCaffrey, even though he's a, probably the best backup in terms of fantasy value in the league. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I have Chris at four. Um, I still think this team is awesome. Um, still think this team has weapons all over the place that are scary. Um, let's take a second just to talk about how good Darnell Mooney has been. Like, I don't think people realize how good he's really been this year because he plays for the Bears. Like, the guy is all over the field. He always does well when he gets the targets. Like, last week, 11 targets. I think his breakout is coming. I like Darnell Mooney. Um, This is my random player that I'm just going to talk about on Chris's bench that I think (laughs) is really good because I think they're all really good. So Yep. Talk about any any one person on there and – talk for a half hour about how good they are so. except ronald jones yeah true <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yep i have chris at four i uh, can't believe you would disrespect um the real best backup in the league fantasy wise giovanni bernard and that I'm... beautiful mustache 
Let me ask you this. Uh, would you rather start Mike Davis or Giovanni Bernard this week, John? Uh, well, that's that's uh, a matchup-specific question. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> Giovanni Bernard's facing Pittsburgh, all right? And a mustache can't handle that. The mustache absolutely can't handle that. The mustache um, is scared of Pittsburgh. Bernard worth a first-rounder. That's all I'll say. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, Anthony at number three, he is just on a tear and chubb isn't even back yet um that's the scariest part is he's on a tear and now chubb oh i I scored 143 points last week okay and i didn't have nick chubb oh okay he's back now sweet i'll score 100 i'll score 200 this week then uh yeah that's it's scary christian kirk is breaking out as as the star receiver in arizona all of a sudden 23 18 22 his last three um that's very very nice uh <laughs> like you borat yeah uh juju consistency insane that's very nice as well um chase Edmonds still had uh, a pretty good game against miami as well mahomes is back to throwing it seemed like i guess they traded for Le'Veon bell so that mahomes could just start throwing again for some reason Throwing uh, again? So, Are you implying that he wasn't before they got Bell? I mean, he was—he wasn't scoring—he wasn't scoring forty-two points consistently uh, for Anthony. I think that was a big thing Anthony was missing, uh, as Mahomes wasn't absolutely popping every week. Now he is. I guess, uh, yeah. He he did have three games this year below forty attempts. So yeah, not good enough by Mahomes there. Yeah, no. Anthony needs it. He absolutely needs it. Uh, he won't get it this week because he has got Bridgewater. But he has Chubb coming back. And as I mentioned earlier, very strong wins in Cleveland. Chubb will be running all over this field. Mm-hmm. Very excited for Anthony's team to possibly make a run here and even compete, possibly beat Chris this week, compete with me and you. I'm excited to have another challenger rise up to the occasion. A new challenger approaches, and that is Anthony. He is number three for me as well. Um, This team is on the rise. Christian Kirk is breaking out before our eyes um, in his second, third season? Third season. And uh, it's a two-man show in in Arizona between Kirk and Hopkins. Like, they just command so much uh, value in that offense, which is the best offense fantasy-wise in football, actually. Um, And Kyler Murray is taking, like, at least one deep shot a week. Uh, to Christian Kirk, and most of the time he catches it for like 60 yards and a touchdown. Christian Kirk is a great backup. He doesn't even have to play him this week, though, because this team is too good. Let's not even forget that he's going to get Kenny Galladay back by playoffs, which is another just insane weapon to add to this team. I'm sad for one reason, though, because Daniel... Danny Dimes starting week 10 Jones is not starting week 10. He lied. And that's why Anthony can't be top two. Yeah. Ugh. That's very sad. Teddy Goatwater did score 36 actually last week. So I think that's why he's got him in there. Um, which is sad. Danny Dimes deserves the start. Trust me. I remember when he took him in the draft last year. This is the reason why Daniel Jones is a clear. <laughs> okay. I can't even joke about it. Um, <laughs> definitely start Teddy, Teddy Daniel Jones a risky start versus Eagles <laughs> yeah I'd say so I'd say it's risky I'd agree with yeah. that sleeper 
And meanwhile, Ted, Teddy Bridgewater just faces tough matchups, so they don't mention anything about starting him. He could um, really, um, he could really go deep and uh, start Alex Smith this week. Yeah, honestly, I would do it against Detroit. Anything could happen. I wouldn't. And his but... his is the most posi- his is the most positive. Looking to bounce back, that's pretty positive. <laughs> <laughs> Looking to bounce back is never something you want to see. But no, this team is great. Austin Hooper coming back is really good for him at the tight end spot. And Tyler Boyd is like a borderline wide receiver one now, so that's fun. Um, yeah, there's not much to say. This team is good. This team scares me. I don't want I don't want this guy. I'm kind of debating like Assuming you and I get one and two seed, you know, one of us gets those. Which side do you want to be on, Anthony's or Chris's? Yeah, that's the question. Um, I, I don't know. I uh, I don't know. Lately, I've had very good luck against Anthony. Like I beat him in the semifinals um, two years ago, I think. I, but I'm also undefeated against Chris in playoffs. I knocked him out of playoffs both years. I'm pretty sure. Maybe I can't remember. Can we point um, to the very slim possibility that Anthony misses the playoffs? I, there is a slim chance, and it's. I think it's mainly because he has such a tough schedule of coming. Yeah, I know. And I would I would give it to that mainly. He's got Chris this week. He's got to face me. Um, does he have you as well in week 11? Or week, uh, 10, or week 12? Has, Who does he have? Yeah, he has Chris this week. Now he, he has, has you next week. Then he has Quinn and Charlie. So that's that's potentially two and two. Which means Nick could end up with a better record than him, meaning Chris and Anthony could end up on the same side with one of us. Oh my god, that would be the side of death. That would be a gauntlet on that side. Oh no. I wouldn't like that. I would not like that at all. Okay. I did not knock Chris out of the playoffs last year. Charlie did. I knocked Anthony out of the playoffs last year, and then I knocked Chris out of the playoffs the first year. Okay. Thanks for clarifying that. But yes, it would be... I would not want to be on that side. That is a scary side of the bracket. Oh, yeah. Um, But we're still very scary teams, Michael, and that's why we're number one and two. I have you at two and me at one. And I think there's good reason to possibly put you at one now because Aaron Jones is a very good pickup. Very, very good pickup. Um, He's got an insanely good playoff schedule in the lions carolina panthers and tennessee titans uh yeah that's gonna be nuts uh towards the end of the season it's not as great but you don't need that you're already gonna make playoffs so yeah the aaron jones over jonathan taylor is a clear step up here um really looking really good that's a hole you needed to fix and i think it's a bigger step up for you than me in that trade i think aj brown is a little bit of a step up for me this year but i don't think it's as big as aaron jones aaron jones is fantastic this is one of his best years so um but i still have you at number two for now because i am nine and now and this week and i have clinched playoffs and this week i'm going for the longest winning streak of all time in this league, ten in a row and going ten and zero, the new record. No one. Tom went nine and zero, or did he go ten and zero? He went nine and zero, and I beat okay. him in week ten of twenty eighteen. Yes. So Charlie, it's up to you. You got to keep this man from getting the record. Gonna stop him. I need the record. Um. Yeah, I wanted to put myself number one, but I didn't because I 
true. I, I wanted to try to be objective at the same time. So I did put myself at two. I think Aaron Jones is a big upgrade for me because now I think I have a clear um, top two running backs. I, I didn't want to wait for one of the rookies to start doing well. I didn't want to have to play the guessing game in the playoffs. So this was nice. Uh, obviously, my three receivers are going to be good. Uh, Adams, Hill, and Keenan Allen. But then it's uh, now there's just a fight for the last flex spot for me between Fulgham, Gibson, and uh, CEH. So that'll be interesting. I'm Not pretty a bad excited. fight. Not a bad fight. I don't think you can go wrong. But, yeah, it was nice to lock up that running back one spot. Um, I think Aaron Jones is clearly my top running back. So now I won't even have to worry if Devontae Adams gets touchdowns, you know, siphoned off by Aaron Jones, which will be nice. So Holy shit, that will be very nice. Um, yeah, I am starting currently – three doubles as in uh if i if fulgham were in with uh or i mean if tyree kill and clyde were in then i would have you know the three doubles between sanders fulgham um allen herbert and adams jones be crazy so you've you've invested in the best offenses in the league of course the packers the chiefs and then uh the chargers and then the philadelphia eagles yeah one of those is not like the other and that would be the eagles but uh, (laughs) and the washington uh football team my bad forgot yeah love the washington football team though (laughs) Uh, very good very good so nope uh this team is good i think your team is slightly better still and i'll talk about you This team you've constructed is uh, pretty elite. I would say the best team we've seen in Rice Dynasty so far to this point. Uh, With Julio and A.J. Brown leading the way at the wide receiver positions with probably the best four running backs ever assembled together. So this is going to be a gauntlet. I really hope that Anthony, Chris, and you end up on one side of the playoff bracket. (laughs) I just want us in the championship to be. I don't care how it happens. I, I think us. This would be just an epic, epic championship. Uh, and I, I, I really want a. I want a tough opponent here. I do. Um, and I, I, God, I want all four of my running backs in one of these days, please. Like Robinson, Henry, Cook, and Mixon have yet to all start in one week, and I need, I need it to happen. You do need it to happen. Because, uh, yeah, I don't think either of us have played at full strength all year, um, mm-hmm. especially now. So, But I think in week 12 we will be at full strength. Is that correct? Hopefully, as long as Mixon is Mixon's supposed to come back next week. But uh, who knows? They just keep pushing back his injury every single week. Right. And obviously I don't have Kittle, but um, Gronk is a huge replacement. So uh, <laughs> that, that's my new full strength is Gronk. Oh, yeah, for sure. (laughs) All right, it is time. Let's get into the matchups, and we have some good ones this week. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Lots of good ones. Um, Chris Chris versus Anthony is my game of the week, personally. I agree. I think we we should save that that one for last. Okay. Um, Let's go Quinn versus Alex. Um, I'd say this is a pretty rich historically. I've only... I've only been able to get barely any history here, so sorry, guys. Um, my my history is behind. Um, I only have it for me and Charlie. But um, 
Yeah, they they faced off this year already, I believe, in week one or early or later, maybe. I can't remember when they faced off. Here, let me go back. Uh, yeah, week one, and Quinn absolutely destroyed Alex, 155-82 to 82 last time they played. It's a very different situation here for Quinn this time, obviously. Um, he's got a very different starting lineup here. That was the, Back then, he had Eckler in, he had Carson in, he had Mostert in. Um, he had Boston Scott in. Uh, so, it's looking like a different lineup here for Quinn, and he's got some tough, tough matchups this week, too. So... Luckily for him, uh, Alex has some tough matchups too. He's going with Balage. I like it. Put put Balage in. Um, I'm gonna be sad if Josh Kelly ends up doing better than Balage this week. We'll see what happens. I'll go with Quinn to to edge out Alex here. I'm a little worried Myers isn't gonna be able to put up a repeat performance against Baltimore this week. And Peterson's got a tough matchup versus Washington. And Alex's matchups are much tougher this week, unfortunately. So. Yeah, I agree with you. I think it was a perfect storm last week for Alex. Um, I assume Quinn will change his lineup and put in Wayne Gallman or Sterling Shepard. So for that reason, I'm going to go with Quinn as well. I think uh, I think this team, just at, even without um, the Stars, I think he got the perfect time to play Alex. He needs it because he needs a win. Quinn gets to 5-5. Five and five, um which is good for him going forward. So I'm going with Quinn. Nice. Um, let's go to uh, Grant versus Nick here. That's a big um, game. I'm excited about this one. Yeah, this is going to be an exciting one. Um, yeah, it's our two newcomers, obviously, facing off uh, here in the Rise Dynasty. Um, they faced off last in week six, and Nick ended up winning that one 98 to 79. Okay. Uh, and of course, this was one of the weeks where he did voodoo on the quarterback, and Aaron Rodgers only scored three points for Grant. Sure. So, sure. Yeah. Um, which, if you if you look at the rest of Aaron Rodgers' season and you say to yourself, huh, if he would have scored uh, what he normally does, Nick would have lost that game, even though he won by uh about 19 points so this time around uh grant does not have aaron jones he does not have aj brown anymore obviously uh luckily for him because aj brown would have put up a dud this week for him let's see this is gonna be a close one this is gonna be a close one um i'll go i'll go grant by a bit here i'll give it to grant Yes, John. Yes, that is the right pick. Good pick. Uh, I'll give it to Grant. Uh, I think he edges out um, Nick by a little bit. I think. Isn't doesn't Will Fuller just have like an insane stat yet, where he's caught a touchdown every single game since week three? Yep. Not think, not this week. I think this week might be the week. It once again, it's those wins. It's the too wins. Too windy. It's going to be too windy. I I think it's going to be too windy. Will Fuller, no catch. It's they're all going to go to Cooks. Um. And, yeah, I, I think he'll get some good performances out of, like, someone like Jared Goff will give him a good performance. But, unfortunately, Jared Goff might be throwing it to uh, or to Gerald Everett or Daryl Henderson. Who knows? Um, but, yeah, besides that, lots of Rams in this matchup. Woods, Goff, Everett, Henderson. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I'll give it to – I'll give it to Grant. 
by a little bit here. Perfect storm coming. The winds are coming. Give me Grant an upset. I think this is going to be a big week for Daryl Henderson. I say the Rams actually keep the ball on the ground quite a bit, and they bust through Seattle's very vulnerable run defense. For that reason, give me Grant. I think the Rams run the ball a lot. Jared Goff does not actually throw the ball that much in Seattle. So give me the Rams off a bye week. I think they'll be ready. And uh, give me them running the ball. I think Jerry Judy will be ready to go. It sounds like even though he's questionable that uh, they think he's going to play. And I think he's really establishing a good connection with Drew Locke. I think Vegas is going to be tough so that Denver is going to be down in this game and they're going to have to throw to come back. So I think Judy does well. And then Aaron Rodgers, he's not going to put up three against Jacksonville. I'll tell you that much. Um, Nope. Nope. And I like Devontae Parker uh, for the reasons I already said. So, yeah, don't uh, don't like um, Will Fuller. Don't like uh, Hunt that much. And uh, so, yeah, give me give me Grant. Give him Grant. Um, I don't blame you at all. I think it. I think it could be. I could go either way here. This would be a huge win for Grant and a huge win for someone like Anthony, who doesn't, who is uh, competing uh, like we mentioned with Nick for this playoff spot and has some very tough matchups here. So yeah, um, looking good. Uh, what do you want to do next? You and Charlie. Okay. Me and Charlie, of course, this is a rematch of the championship from last year. Uh, and this is actually the one I have league history for. So I guess I should read it off. Go for it. Um, Charlie is beating me overall in the series two to one. In 2019, when Charlie first arrived, he really just had a field day with my team. Uh, Week six, he beat me by one point last year. Uh, I was up by three points going into Sunday night, and Keenan Allen said, I'll score four points to win this by one point. Uh, And Charlie ended up beating me by one point, 127 to 126. And then, of course, in the Rice Bowl, we all remember, if you don't remember, um, Deshaun Watson and Hopkins scored a combined 13 points on Thursday night. Uh, then we found proceeded to find out my entire team was out, a.k.a. Cook and Derrick Henry. Um, Mixon was questionable going into the game, had the flu, ended up playing and doing nothing. <laughs> DJ Moore left the game with a concussion. And then <laughs> Kenyon Drake, Saquon Barkley combined for about 90 points. You add uh, Mr. Drew Brees into that, uh, and you get about 130, which is like only, <laughs> which is only like 15 15 points away from the full score that Charlie got. Literally three players won this championship for him. But, of course, I did absolutely nothing. I scored 70 points. So it was 140 to 70. Charlie won. And then earlier this year, it was pretty anticlimactic. Climatic. I scored 117 and Charlie scored 95. And I won. Um, so hopefully this time around it's uh, a little bit a little better and our teams perform well. So far it's not looking that that way as aj brown didn't do that well derrick henry still did pretty well um just no touchdown he had 130 yards so not bad uh but as far as it depends if charlie actually puts in a lineup but if he does put in the lineup i think they're with that start i think there's a good chance charlie can pull off this upset uh, uh definitely a better chance than right now 
Um, but I still am going to go with me. It's hard not to pick me when you have matchups like Josh Allen against Arizona, Cooper Cup against Seattle's bad secondary, and then um, James Robinson against the Green Bay Packers who let Dalvin Cook carry the entire Minnesota team on their back to win that game against them. So, um, yeah, it's it's going to be tough <laughs> to beat to beat those players in those matchups here. I'm kind of uh, shocked that you even uttered the words, he has a chance to pull off this upset starting <laughs> Dion Lewis and Rex Burkhead. I said if he changed his lineup a bit, does he have to start to what, those people To what, still? John? What does he have to change he, to? Yeah, I guess he still does have to start those people. Yeah, you're right. Okay, yeah, never mind. Yeah, Maybe put Alshon Jeffrey though. in. <laughs> put Kenyon Drake in. Please put Kenyon Drake and Alshon Jeffrey in. But, yeah. I mean, there's there's nothing to talk about. Uh, James Robinson plays Green Bay. They love to give up the run, and James Robinson will run all over them in a 35-10 to 10 Green Bay victory. Uh, it's going to be great. Um, DK Metcalf is going to be covered by Jalen Ramsey this week, uh, so that's going to be really tough against the Rams. I don't see that going well for DK. Um, I don't think the Seahawks are that good. And I think the Rams off the bye will actually come out and beat them up pretty good. So I don't think DK is in for a great day. And uh, I think Allen Robinson is in for a big day. So Ooh, that would be uh, a first. <laughs> I, I really do. I think his the end of the year schedule for Allen Robinson is going to be good for fantasy owners. They're going to like it. And um, yeah, I like Allen Robinson in this matchup. Uh, if they decide that he plays football for them, which sometimes they forget. so Sometimes they forget. Um, they do. For they sure. Sometimes they forget. So, Well, if he's, if he's not in, then I still got Mr. Bernard there on the bench to put in. So, We will see. Um, yep, then there's me versus Tom. And this game scares me because Tom, yeah, do you have any league history for this? Um, I do not. I was just That's looking okay. for. I was looking for when you guys played this year. Have you guys played this year yet? We did. Um, and do I you think remember I beat Tom. It was not a close matchup, if I remember correctly. Um, it was pretty recently. I think it was like week seven. Yeah. Oh, so you guys have played. Oh, oh my God! Sleeper just broke for me in the middle yeah. of looking. Okay, so week seven, I won one eighty-two to ninety-two. Oh. Uh, so no, no, that was a really good week for me. Not so great of a week for Tom. Um, I think this will be closer though. I wish he would play Joe Burrow so that we could have a battle of the rookie of the year quarterbacks, but it doesn't look like he's going to do that. Swift's got a tough matchup against Washington, but Duke Johnson scares me. Cause like you said, it's going to be a lot of running. Um, yeah, I don't know. DJ Chark against Crean Bay. That's not terrible. Lindsay against Vegas. But look at your matchups. Look at your matchups. They're so good. They're nice. There's a lot of green over there. You There's always have you always have all green, Michael. I don't know how you did it, but it's literally <laughs> just always all green on your side. It's looking okay. Um, I'm gonna pick myself. I think it's gonna be close though. This will be like a you know, one thirty to one twenty kind of win. Yeah. Um I don't know. I, Tom's going to have to depend on some situationals here for sure. Like, I don't know, maybe Green Bay is just up by so much that they sit Jones and Adams before they can really, really pop off or something like that. I, I don't know. I'm going, 
I'm going Michael. It's tough not to here. Um, yeah. You never know. Yeah. You never know. This this year has not had a whole lot of like crazy upsets, and I think this is definitely a potential one. Um, yeah. We'll see though. Mm-hmm. It could. It's got to happen at some point this year. It feels like it's it's been a weird fantasy year here in Rise Dynasty. I'm not used to having a good, good team and being nine and zero at the same time. I was gonna say you had a losing record each of the last each of the first two years in the league. Yeah. Like That's if you crazy. look at our league, if you look at our league history, I'm still like all-time record i'm still not breaking top three i think like because my records were just awful the first two years even though last year i had the most points by far and like i i don't know and i find I've, like i'm finally just pulling out the wins every time so it's been nice i kind of want to look now what is what is the all-time um i haven't looked in a couple weeks but i'll take a I look you are you're second all-time oh, in okay. wins um your overall record is actually tied with mine and chris wow that's crazy mm. we're all 22 and 13 overall and anthony's still first 24 anthony is 24 and 11 so we could catch up to him especially because you have matchup you have a matchup against him next week and chris has a matchup against him this week and then fifth is grant <laughs> fifth is grant <laughs> 20 and 15 pretty good <laughs> pretty pretty good yeah, I do wish they like noted that it was a new owner <laughs> in some capacity. No, it, it's nice. I like it. Yeah. Uh, okay, on to the game of the week. Anthony versus Chris. To pull Anthony down within one game of you, me, and Chris. That would be crazy. John, I'm looking at these matchups, and it's pretty even. You have a guy like Chubb against Houston. That's nice. Mm. We also have Kyler Murray against Buffalo. That's nice. And then you've got uh, Bridgewater against Tampa Bay. Not great. But Mike Davis is on the other side of the ball. He's playing. Oh, man. This is going to be interesting. Who do you like? Oh, and you got Juju versus Claypool. A huge rivalry. Dang. Um and James huh. Conner, he's got the stack, the Pittsburgh stack against Cincinnati. Yeah, I think it comes down to, uh, I don't know. I, I guess Kamara's down there because he has a later game. I, I, um, God, yeah, this is such an even game. I do like Kamara, Kamara um, Chubb a lot better than Davis Jacobs, especially this week. And Chubb's going to pop in his return uh, versus Houston and Wind. Like, Too much this wind. is over. This is over. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, it's. I think it's going to come down, possibly come down to these Pittsburgh players down here, mm-hmm. because it's. Yeah, I don't know. I. I think it's just going to be whoever has the hot hand between Schuster and Claypool. I think Connor will have a nice game, but. And there's Boyd on the other side of the ball. Oh yeah, uh, I think Boyd will have a nice week. Yeah, it, and Chris has. Chris has some tougher matchups here. I don't know. This is going to be so close, man. Wow. This is this definitely is the game of the week. By far. Yeah, Jacobs um, against Denver. That's a tough matchup. Yeah. That, that line is really good. Like, for reference, I think Oakland's already played Denver this year. And um, no, they haven't played Denver this year. Yeah, no. Okay, never mind. They played Denver this'll, week 17. Yeah, this will be the only fantasy matchup against Denver for... Josh Jacobs. 
Uh, all right, I can pick first. All right. Go, go, uh, go. Uh, I'm going to go with Chris. I think Hopkins bounces back against Buffalo, and that's Kyler Murray's game. So, yep, give me okay. Chris. I don't love it. I don't love it. I really okay. don't, especially because the bottom three. I'll go the opposite. I'll go lines. Anthony. I'll go Anthony. I'll go Anthony. I'll pick. I think Chubb leads him to a victory here. I think. And honestly, if Anthony had Mahomes this week, I think I would definitely pick Anthony. I think that's a a big uh, break here for Chris. I agree. I agree. But of course, uh, Chris has missed some big too. Uh, he's missing McCaffrey. So yeah, exactly. a full strength matchup here would also be insanely close. Uh, I, yeah. I really hope this is a first round playoff matchup. Oh God, I. Uh, it doesn't deserve to be. It deserves. It doesn't to be. deserve to be. It deserves to be like at least a semifinal or finals matchup. But yeah. Well, it I can't mean, be a semifinal, basically. So it might no, have to it, be first round. It probably can't be unless I lose two and Chris passes me. Yeah. Um, but ah, uh, gosh, could you imagine being able to sit out the bye week and just watch these two play? Oh, that would in be a fun. semifinal. That would be so fun. I mean, but who would be on the other side? It'd be like Nick versus Grant. I don't want that. Uh, I, I do. I, I want won't. that. I want that. As long as it's on your side, I, I'll take it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Honestly, even if it was on my side, that would be just so it would much be, fun to watch. It would like have to be on my side, basically. Like I don't see Anthony and I don't see Anthony and um, and Chris being the four and five seeds. I see at least one of them being a three seed. Yeah. So Chris would probably be the three seed. And I Anthony think Chris is pretty safely at least the three seed. Which means Anthony would have to be the six. Yeah, I doubt that happens. He won't be the six. Yeah, yeah, no. yeah let's take a look at playoffs because I want to. I kind of want to project out a, a few weeks. I know we're four weeks away, but. Yeah, well, right now it'd be it would be Chris versus Quinn in the three six, and then Nick versus Anthony in the four five. And I get that. I think that's probably how it ends up. Um, I could see Anthony taking the four seed, but I still think we probably still get that four or five matchup, honestly. But and what it's if crisp. Anthony loses um, two, uh, you... like goes two and two, and he ends up six and seven, and you have Grant end up at, I think Grant is what, four and five right now? Or is he five yeah. and four? He's four, He's and, four five. and five. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, what if yeah. Quinn would I have think to at worst. Him? I think at worst Anthony gets five seed. Um, so I, I expect Anthony to be facing off against Nick or whoever gets the four seed. And Chris he's too big gets, of a lead. Yeah, he's too big of a lead in points to yeah. not get the um, at least the five seed because he could be tied with the sixth place record. Yeah, yeah that's gonna be great. It's gonna come down to points. Probably, I think Chris will probably get that three seed for sure, in my opinion. And face whoever squeaks their way into the playoffs. Ooh, so man, so right now that would be Quinn, but Nick Grant only trails Quinn by nineteen points. Yep. Wow, we're coming down to the wire, and I don't think Quinn has a big week this week, which means Grant could pass him. Yep. Oh boy. Oh boy. Oh, then, it's gonna be interesting. But then that would tie Grant. And Nick with Quinn's record all at five and five with Anthony. If Anthony were to win this week, ooh, 
Okay, yeah, we should. De- we'll definitely get more into situationals next week. Next week, we yeah, have, as we get closer. As we get closer yeah. and have more, have less matchups to go through. We'll only have three left. Yeah, I know. There's four weeks left. I'm just getting way too excited. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's oh, Anthony's got two tough weeks here, but he's got very winnable weeks ahead. So six and I'd say six and seven is his most likely, but he could pull off a win. If he pulls off a win this week, it'll be huge for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he needs to, if he if he gets at least one against me and because I think it's it's winnable against me as well. Uh, I have Deshaun Watson versus like New England that week, so like and some very tough matchups like James Robinson versus Pittsburgh and Derrick Henry versus Baltimore. So this is a, it's definitely winnable against. He could definitely get one win against me and Chris. And Maybe Chris still two. has yeah, Chris still has Nick and Grant left to play. So those are tough matchups. I don't know. Exciting. It's, oh. I'm getting hyped. I like how our newcomers, Nick and Grant, are in the playoff picture, and our old people here, Tom, Charlie, and Alex, They're aren't even giving us safe. a fighting chance. Yeah, <laughs> Tom's doing his best. Yeah, true, true. He's been Tom, really Tom had an unlucky year. Yeah, really unlucky year for Tom. Year. Feel bad oh. for him, but he deserved it after he tanked. <laughs> this, this is, is karma. the karma for tanking. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. I think that's it. We got yep. it. Not too long. Not bad. Fun little week. All right. Oh, well, good luck to everyone tomorrow. Big good luck out there. Go get them. <laughs>